Hello, I'm Robin Stratton-Burkessel, host of Positivity Strategies. In this episode, you'll learn about a foundational principle of positivity. When you feel good, you do good. You'll hear two stories that illustrate this core principle, a business story and a personal story. And you'll take away three practices to build up your own reserves of positivity. Welcome to Positivity Strategies, an interview show with thought leaders on appreciative inquiry and other leading positive change methodologies, helping you grow your business, career, and personal life. I'm going to jump right in with the business story. The CEO of a multinational organisation based in Sydney, Australia, steps out of his gorgeous office overlooking Sydney Harbour with the Opera House down below and the Harbour Bridge and all the bustling Sydney Harbour traffic. He steps out to take the elevator down to lunch. So the, he goes down and a few floors down, three other people get into the elevator And they're so animated and engrossed and involved in a conversation that they don't pay any attention to their CEO standing at the back of the elevator. And what he hears in their conversation is that they are very aggrieved and very dissatisfied with work at the moment. They're complaining about the computer systems don't talk to each other. They're complaining that the customers don't understand why the, the claims are taking so long to process. And they're complaining that their bosses don't have time to talk to them or listen to them or even listen to the good ideas that they have of how to improve the situation. So when they get down to the ground floor, the CEO steps forward and introduces himself and says, in case you're not aware, I am the CEO of this organization, and what I've overheard is very concerning to me. He says, I want to hear more, and when you get back from lunch, would you please reach out to my assistant and make sure that you're on my agenda this afternoon? Wow, how do you think this story might continue? From your own experience in working in organizations or what you've heard about working in organizations, what do you think the CEO is thinking and how might he act this afternoon when he meets with them? And then what about the actual three employees? How do you think they're feeling? And what do you think they're imagining about what might happen this afternoon? So again, how do you think this story might continue So let me tell you how it continues. They turn up in his beautiful, beautiful office with its gorgeous furniture and beautiful artwork on the wall and he serves tea. He personally serves them tea. He welcomed them to his office. He actually took a lot of pride in being a host. He considered himself to be a servant leader and felt and used the metaphor of the family so he felt that it was correct to treat employees as members of his family. He listened, he asked them what they're experiencing, he, he heard them. They shared with him quite openly about what was going on and he thanked them. 
He said that he was very grateful to have been in the elevator that afternoon to hear what their reality was and how they were making sense of this new merger. He said he appreciated the differences that these different lenses that they brought to the situation made him aware of. He really valued their perspective. He admitted he was shocked and he said that he partly was responsible. He partly owned it. Now, interesting, right? He said that he partly owned it because in his vision of how he wanted this organization to operate and what he believed he was setting up as a culture is that he wanted everyone to take ownership in their part in making the future of this organization and being optimistic about the future. He said that he needed them and every single member of the organization to be part of that future that he believed in and knew could happen. So those three employees walked out of his office that afternoon feeling pretty relieved. So a key positivity strategy is when you feel good, you do good. So they went back to their offices, to their desks, and they were pretty pumped and empowered that they had the ear of the CEO and together they sat down and they were listened to and they talked about what the future of this organization could be and what their role would be in it. So when you feel good, when you as a leader or as a friend or as a family member help people feel good about themselves... They go off and they do good. And by extension then, when you do good, when you do good, you feel good. So it's that reflexive. It's a both and, right? So when I asked you a little earlier, how do you think this story might have continued? I wonder what you were thinking. There are so many other ways that this CEO could have acted. And I wonder what might have happened had those people been made to feel really bad. I wonder if together they would have moved to a solution as quickly and elegantly and positively as they did. And if he had made them feel bad, if he had brought up their managers and went back and and tried to rehash what all the difficulties were, they wouldn't have walked out of his office that afternoon believing and trusting that things would change for the better. If you're interested to know more about this particular story, go check out the show notes and you'll find a link to it in my blog. Now I'd like to invite you to experience a little activity. Now, obviously, if you're driving, it's not safe for you to do this. So you might just like to listen in. And then when you get to your destination or at some time during the next few days, you might like to try this out. If you're jogging or if you're running, you could actually participate in this, you know, as you're moving. And if you're seated as you listen to this, um, I'm going to be giving the instructions now about how to do this as if you are seated. So you, you, you're going to have to work out what's going to work for you as you follow my guidelines here. So if you're seated, I'd like you to um, just put, your both, put both feet on the floor so they're nice and square on the floor and just put your hands in your lap. So you're seated 
in a neutral position in your chair. Okay, now while you're in this neutral position, I'm going to invite you to do two different postures. So the first posture is I'd like you to just drop your head forward slightly so that your chin you know, comes down a little bit towards your chest and your head's kind of heavy hanging there. And with the weight of your head, it brings your shoulders forward. So you're now slouching a little bit with your head dropped forward, your chin coming down to your chest, your shoulders are rounded and slouched. And as you do that, you'll probably notice that your tummy muscles are kind of all hanging out there and they're a little bit loose. Kind of that's the way it is. And um, just asking you to notice, notice what it's like to be sitting or standing or walking in this slouched position. Just notice how it feels. And notice if any thoughts come up for you. You know, what you're feeling and and what are you thinking about this? Just notice. Okay, let's snap out of that one. It kind of... Um, I'm going to label it. I think it's a little bit negative, that one. You feel a little bit closed off, shut down. From my experience, that's that's how it feels. I don't know what, you know, is coming up for you. So I want to snap out of that. So shake your hands, kind of wriggle in your seat, shake your head, circulate, circulate, you know, um, draw your head into a circle so that you get shift, you shift the energy. That's what I'm asking you to do. Shift that energy. And I want you to shift the energy now to a different state. So here, please follow my directions. So I'd like you to now sit up in your chair, lift your shoulders. And as you lift your shoulders up and they go back a little bit, your chest will open up. And as your chest opens up, you'll find that your head naturally lifts up and as if someone were pulling a little string from the crown of your head, lift your head so it's, 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 it's up um, and your chin is pointing forward and you'll find that, I experience anyway, that my tummy muscles kind of actually support me and I feel in a more, I feel more supported. I feel more open. So as you're in this more open, more supported state, this physical state, notice how you're feeling and notice if any thoughts come up. Just pay attention to your body and notice how you're feeling, notice what you're thinking. Great. Well, thank you. That's great. So I'm curious to know how that was for you. But let me give you some some notes here about what's actually actually happening. And in the show notes at the end, I have a reference to Barbara Fredrickson. Now, Barbara Fredrickson wrote the book on positivity and she's done so much work. And it's if you're interested in this topic and want to learn more, I highly recommend that you look into Barb Fredrickson's work. But Here are the scientific facts from all the research that she has initiated and many others have done since. Negativity literally, physiologically shuts us down. It closes us off to others. It closes and narrows our thinking and and being open to options and possibities. It's de-energizing. 
it, it, it's, it's exhausting for us. And over time, it can increase illness. So, for example, depression, anxiety, hypertension can be the result of prolonged negativity. Now, by contrast, positivity physiologically opens us up just as we sat tall and we felt perhaps more in our power, our hearts were opened, our peripheral vision literally widens, the blood flow, the oxygen through the blood to the heart happens more easily. And then in terms of how we feel about ourselves, it is the potential being positive in a positive state has the potential to increase understanding, tolerance and how we listen better to others, how it opens up creativity, provides us with some courage and it's energising. And over time, we can build this positivity ratio. This positivity ratio, and as Barb Fredrickson points out, the desired ratio is three to one. If we can feel three positive emotions to one, then we have the chance of building up this repertoire to having greater positivity in our lives, which enables us to be more resourceful. I'd like to tell a second story, and this is a personal story. A very dear friend of mine called a couple of weeks ago and she was in tears. She was sobbing over the telephone and blubbering that she was sorry she hadn't been in touch but she was feeling so bad she didn't want to upset me. And the news was that she was quitting her job. She was feeling totally overwhelmed, incompetent, that she couldn't deal with it anymore and she was letting the side down. She was letting her team down. Now, I was shocked. I was shocked because she had just moved into a new job a couple of weeks earlier and she was so excited about this new job that she had. She's a nurse. She'd been nursing for approximately 25 years and she had been selected by the hospital that she worked in to go into this brand spanking shiny new ward. Everything was new. The technology, the beds, the linen, all the aluminum, everything was brand spanking new. And that was just such an honour to be invited to be part of this new ward. So she was thrilled. So for me to hear that now she was quitting, that was kind of a real shock. But she was feeling so bad. I just needed to be able to listen. And I knew that for her to move into a more positive state so that she could make some other decisions, that was what I was hoping I could do for her. I wanted to shift her from feeling so powerless to feeling empowered that she could create some other options and a different future for herself. Now, I don't know if any of you have tried to coach or counsel or give advice to family members or very close friends. It's pretty tough, right? You have to, you have to be extra sensitive um, because you, you know them very well, um, which can actually also be to your advantage. 
So as I listened to her in her very, very anxious state, very concerned and very upset state, I asked her how she was going to tell her boss. So I said, well, what do you think you're going to say to the boss? And she said, well, I'm just going to tell her that I'm quitting. I'm going to call her up and say I'm not coming back. And I said to her, how are you going to feel about that afterwards? How are you going to feel when you look back and you just call your boss after 25 years of nursing? You're just going to walk out? How are you going to feel about that? And there was silence. And I said, you know, we all have high points and low points in our jobs. So how do you want to remember your career when you look back? And how do you want people to remember you? Again, there was silence. And I knew, because this is one of the advantages when you know someone pretty closely, I said, you know, you've been telling me about some of your nursing friends who have had some really fun, fantastic retirement parties. What about your own retirement party? Don't you want one of those for yourself? So I could feel the energy shifting through the phone and she began to agree with me. And she said, yeah, she said, um, yeah, I, you're right, I do. I do want to look back and I have had some great times in my job and I really don't want to just walk out, but I've, I, I don't know what else to do. And then it's almost like a eureka moment She said, oh, my God, I'm going to ring up my boss and tell her that I want to go back to my old job. Like, what? You can go back to your old job? Yes, she said. This was only temporary. The boss said that I could go back to my own job if I wanted to. I said, wow, you've got the solution. She had forgotten in her really negative state that she had that option open to her. She was also being so incredibly tough on herself because what actually was the situation? She only worked part-time. She only worked two days a week. And so every time she came into this new ward and had to learn these new computer programs and, you know, find out where all the drugs were and go through all of that, she was kind of having to relearn every time she came back. And yet the people who were there full-time, you know, by the end of the first week, they just knew it, you know, pretty automatically. So that's why it was taking her a longer time to come up to speed and why she was feeling so inadequate and incompetent. And so that became clear to her. And she said, and my boss is going to be really supportive because it was up to me and I chose to go into the new ward because I thought it'd be so exciting. So her energy just shifted. She went from that kind of slouch forward, feeling totally overwhelmed state to like standing upright, sitting upright in her own power. And she said, I have a plan. I love you, she said to me. Robin, I love you. You're so wise and you are so positive. So as you can see, what happened in this story brings up another dimension to this foundational positivity strategy. When you feel good, you do good. And that is that positive feelings lead to positive thoughts so that you can take positive action. So accessing your positive resourceful state 
leads up to making more useful, resourceful decisions leading to more positive actions. You feel more in your power and in control. If you'd like to see some more of positive emotions in action, take a look at my TED Talk. And in the show notes for this episode, you'll find a link to it. It demonstrates, my TED Talk demonstrates how by asking a simple positive question, you can access 14 positive emotions. I have the audience experience this for themselves. I think you'll enjoy it. So as I sign off today, let me remind you of three practices you can take up to increase more positivity into your life or help your friends and family and colleagues increase positivity into their lives. Number one, it starts with when you feel good, you do good. Feeling good comes first. And that leads to positive thoughts, which means being more open to others, seeing greater possibilities, more options, and then these greater resourceful thoughts lead to more positive actions. Number two, you can move your body into a more positive, powerful position. Just notice how your body posture reflects how you might be feeling. Notice as you look at your colleagues or you look at your family members or you're sitting on the subway or the bus, just notice how people are sitting. And number three, how do you want to be remembered? To help move toward a more positive future, consider what plans you make to take back some control or think of the plans you could make to take back some control to move into your desired best future, just as my friend did in the hospital story. Thanks for listening to Positivity Strategies, where our goal is to introduce you to a range of people and perspectives to help you grow your business, career and personal life through the lens of positivity. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to PositivityStrategies.com to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher or your favourite podcatcher. You might also like to give us a five-star rating and leave a positive comment, which we'll happily incorporate into our future show notes.